Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me today is my co-host, Eddie. Eddie, how's it going? Not too bad. How are you doing this week? Doing pretty good. I'm I'm feeling the I'm feeling the echoes itch as I've just now coined it. Uh, I'm glad we're going to be talking more about Shadows of Valencia this week because I think right after we recorded two weeks ago, I jumped right back into the 3DS game and played almost to the end point that we had discussed, and then promptly left it like got real busy and then and then I think last night you and I had the same revelation like oh we better finish that because we're going to talk about it tomorrow. Yep, I, I got distracted by other games, uh, but like last week I had done the Celica half and realized last night that I had yet to do pretty much any of the Alms stuff except uh, uh, blah, 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 except promoting him. Yes, yeah, and, and we will certainly talk more about that uh, later on in the episode, I, and I look forward to it, but as always, we start the show with some banner updates, lots of... Well, I mean, calm before the storm. We know there's going to be tons of banners coming with the Face Summer Celebration, but as of right now, for the next, oh, I mean, if I post this, like, right away, you might be able to catch the Bound Hero Battle Leo and Elise banner, which ends, uh, to, you know, tonight, basically, at 3 in the morning. Uh, Distant Defense goes till the 7th. Sketchy Summer goes till the 10th, as well as Elysian Travelers goes till the 10th. Now, not to buck tradition... I want to continue and say, Eddie, how were your summons this week? I always start with you. I'm a benevolent god. How did you do? Uh, well, I did dip my toes back into Elysian Travelers, trying to go for Sumia a bit. And I actually did manage to get her. Mm-hmm. Uh, you only used about 40 to 50 orbs, maybe less. Uh, just as I got 15 to 18 orbs, I would go in, hoping that I didn't get a full five blue orb banner or ring uh so um i did do the free summon on the distance defense and got nothing to write home about i think it was a four star so not much summoning wise for me this week Hmm. well it's a it's it's an interesting turn of events because i did quite a not a lot of summoning i think i just got real lucky with my summons i you know, went back to Sketchy Summer Banner and ended up picking up a Camilla and a Tiki. I think the Tiki was just um, just a random red on the Camilla Summon, just finishing the wheel. I'm like, oh, that's that's really nice. Um, so that was, that was a nice bonus. It's always nice when you get two of the focus banners on one wheel. Yeah. Focus characters. It was it was interesting. I wasn't I don't know what I was thinking. I I mean I I have a lot of other Camilla alts, so obviously to kind of, you know, create that team, I I went for Camilla and and then Tiki just kind of popped up and I know Tiki was kind of being celebrated as probably the strongest of the of the lot and she seems to be pretty beefy even though she's a a small dragon child. Um but then on to Distant Defense on the free summon I pulled the green because I thought, I don't have Rajat. I have everybody else in there, Micaiah and Celica. So I went for Rajat and uh, ended up getting a five-star Minerva that I did not have yet. Just a, it's not very, usually when I get a free summon, it's pulling the focus. It's not very often that I pull like an off-focus five-star on one of these banners. I thought that was kind of interesting. So Well, it can happen. It, it certainly yeah, can, and, and it what did. Pretty breaks are pretty much. <laughs> yeah, oh, and it's the ultimate pretty break, right? Especially uh, if it's if it's not a character you were looking for. But yeah, Minerva, I well, end up getting her, so that's good. Well, once again, pity breaks are more if you have built up a pity uh, percentage on the free summon. It's just a lucky pull. It it was lucky, yeah. Oh, and and. I mean, I'm probably going to be saving my orbs for future banners, just knowing that we're going to be getting a lot of, you know, random event banners over the next two weeks, and then choose your legend too at some point. But I think I'm just going to continue to test my my luck on my free summons once those those 15 banners come up, because I think I, I actually, funny enough, I, I was just reminded on the subreddit for Fire Emblem, uh, there was a great image. And if I remember, I'll put it in the notes, but there's a great chart 
kind of detailing all the banners that are happening from the 2nd to the to the 16th and it's got all the colors that are in it and then the percentages of your free summon uh just looking at it it's really interesting but across the board green is looking pretty good with with eight percent to about 10 to 11 percent on a lot of the banners but it's kind of cool how you can look at this and you i mean if you're just looking for free heroes um it's kind of a great way to, to understand with the first banner and the second having like 11 percent you know chance to pull a five star green so i'll uh i'll try to remember to put that in the notes i thought it was really a really cool tool i'll probably be following it and then i'll report okay, back okay. next week so yeah pretty successful uh, week for me i think that's good mm-hmm. so uh we've had the new forging bonds event going on yeah uh, how's your friendship building going have you have you collected enough hearts uh, yeah, I've collected quite a few hearts. I've got all all of the um, unlockable uh, conversations with all four of the characters. Wow, good uh, stuff. Yep, it's kind of weird that you don't get to choose what character, so you just get it just randomly picks one. And I still can't figure out how it determines how much friendship you gain each battle. Yeah. Yeah, it's. An interesting event that I find when they add these events, it's almost like I'd rather them not add an event for a month and take two months to work further on 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 something new. It's just I don't know. There's something about it that feels kind of grindy, and maybe a lot of people are yelling on their podcasts like, "Hey, everything they add is supposed to be grindy. It's a free to play summoning game." Um, but yeah, I I think the rewards are interesting but i think the 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 tiers for the rewards are quite high you know like 1500 hearts for like a max conversation seems seems like a lot you know i'm looking at my numbers here and i guess i have one of my characters to 671 but don't ask me how i how i got that person so high and i have one at 144 like that just seems crazy yeah um it is weird how you can have a discrepancy between two characters um you know, I uh, have had no trouble using auto battle for it. Mm-hmm. So I'll just, you know, and since I got 500 some odd stamina potions, the fact that it does drain your stamina pretty quickly doesn't bother me that much. It is two weeks long, so you have plenty of time. True. I mean, so, you know, um, I'm pretty high for all of them, all up in the 1500 plus. I think most of them are close to 2000. I think Olivia, I've managed to even get her to 2,500 already. Um, You know, I kind of feel it is, the event is too long, and yet not long, almost not long enough, especially if you're going to be playing slowly. Um, You know, I mean, and it's also a kind of a thing, like, if you don't care about these um, rewards, then you don't have to mess with it. True. If you like the rewards, like I like the lore stuff in the conversations, I have no problem diving in there, and I don't mind the extra accessories, since you get two different versions of each accessory. The fact that at the 3,500 hearts or friendship thing, you only get one orb is a little disappointing, to say the least, but, you know, it's not yeah. going to stop me from fiddling around with it until I probably max them all out. No, that makes sense. And for me, the story stuff's interesting because when you look at the chapter updates for a new banner, the chapter updates is about those heroes being conscripted to to whatever army that you're fighting. In chap in book one, it was Veronica. In book two, it's now the the Muspel whatever um, army. But with the forging bond stuff, it feels like it's very much the opposite, where the order of heroes has found these new heroes first and and are helping them out as opposed to, you know putting them under their rule. So I thought that was an interesting difference, but you're actually getting more dialogue uh, with the with the friendship stuff. Now you are grinding to get that dialogue, but it's not it's not any different from any other mode where you're where you're doing combat. It's it it yeah. doesn't need to be a deal breaker, I think. Yep, I I found it's a nice way to farm up uh, hero merit mm. and uh, SP with you know I guess you can do it in the um, training tower as well, but for some reason I just don't really often feel like doing it, and 
with the random rewards, it's a nice little way. And the fact that I have no qualms with running them into auto battle, um, I lose maybe one out of 10 to 20 battles, if that many, uh, where it just decides to be stupid and kill them off in the in such an order that they manage to lose the battle. And I just like, okay, so you manage to lose one, go back in. Um, I got my Lissa up to max hero merit. Uh, then I pulled in my Bridelia to start leveling her hero merit up some and get her SP to finish learning her skills. So That's good. Yeah, no, hero merit's an interesting one. That's a good point to make because I think a lot of people are are looking for that hero merit sort of boost. And that was something they added to tap battle. And that seemed to be something that a lot of people were, were happy about and that you could get more um, more hero merit. So I, I think it's a it's a good addition. It adds a different reward to the game that we have not seen before. And as we discussed last week, I think the event recap stuff was pretty much made for this. And Yep, if you go into the event recap, recap section the forging bonds is now there as well as when you enter it all the conversations you have unlocked so far Mm -hmm. and it gives you an actual reason to equip accessories outside of looking cool yep so that i really you get new accessories from it as well yeah Uh, up to up to eight accessories yeah so i mean i guess we're pretty we're pretty good on it. We we thought it's a good addition, I think. It, it, it sounds like we've come to a consensus here at the Summer's Call. It's not very often that a new event pops up and we're like, huzzah to the shopkeep, you know? Yeah, I mean, I personally, yes, I would not mind if they were to shorten the length of the event and squish the amount of friendship you need to complete the event. Um, and then cycle through a lot more characters quicker. You know, if they mm-hmm. could do that, but who knows if they're going to, how they're going to do it, if we're only going to ever get it with new characters as they come out. It is unknown as of this time. Yeah. And, and you know what? I I hope that they are adding, I, I hope you're, you're, your assumption's right and that they do have it for pretty much every new banner. So I guess we won't have long to wait. We'll have another new banner um I mean, I don't know if they'll do it for Legendary, but we'll at least maybe see it for the Special Heroes on August 10th. I, I doubt they'll do it for Legendary, and I doubt they'll do it for the Special Heroes, actually. Oh, yeah? You know, um, maybe they will. I, yeah, um, I mean, I, 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 go into that a bit. Like, why do you think they would admit... I mean, Legendary Heroes, I can kind of see. It's a short event, but why do you think for yeah. the Special Heroes? Maybe they would, but I kind of feel like the Special Heroes are not your normal banners essentially Mm -hmm. they do a lot of things with normal banners that they like you get paralogs instead of main story chapters you know and this you got a main story chapter as well as the forging bonds event a few days later true you know so that that's why a part of me thinks that's possible they won't do it with the special heroes Mm -hmm. uh and there's a part of me that doesn't really want them to do it just with the um, every new banner. There's a part of me that wants them to go back to the characters that we already have. You know, I want to see Lissa in a Forging Bonds event. I'm me, so of course I want to see Lissa in a Forging Bonds event. But mm-hmm. We all want to see more know. story from our favorite heroes, right? Yep. Yeah. And I want to see Lucina or Krom or you know, Virian or you know, anyone we have already. You know, just the extra con extra conversations with just the new characters is you know. Cause at this point the way they're doing it until they get every single character from the games in, uh, we're only gonna get one character we already have per summoning banner. Not mm-hmm. counting the special banners. Yeah. Well, it will be interesting to see what they do with this event going forward, but I think across the board, most people have been pretty favorable to it. So I, I don't think any... its there, No one's calling it... Uh, no one's giving it a nickname, uh, a derogatory nickname, like uh, Bland Conquest. So um, yes. it's got that going for it, right? Yep. 
Cool. Well, why don't we uh, push forward and, and chat a bit about the events that are currently going on in the game, and then we'll we'll talk about what's happening in the future. Well, uh, like every week, the new Rival Domains is out. Week 21 is going on through the 4th of August. The Forging Bonds event runs through the 6th. The Arena Quests um, has started this week and run through the 8th. And the Illusory Dungeon, the Summer of Heroes, runs through the 11th. My favorite time, Tap Battle. As for events that are starting before August 4th, we've got Grand Hero Battle Walmart, The Conqueror. That starts on July 29th. Legendary Hero Banner and Battle starts did, on did July... Did you unintentionally mm-hmm. say that, or do you just consider him Walmart over Walhart? Would it not be funny if uh, if we just called him Walmart from now on? I thought, I thought that would be fun. <laughs> Okay, if that's what you want to do, feel free. No, no, no. Uh, We we have not been sponsored by Walmart. Uh, It's actually Walhart, thank you. Yes, it is Walhart the Conqueror. Uh, Although some would argue that Walmart is a Conqueror, so uh, I'll leave that to you all, folks. Uh, Legendary Hero Banner and Battle starts on the 31st. Grand Conquest uh, is, is back better than ever on August 1st. Phase Summer Celebration, which includes a login bonus, two of which... Uh, will be happening in the month of August. Quests, daily reward maps, daily summoning events, and those all kick off on August 2nd. Lots to look forward to, including Walhart <laughs> coming soon. <too. laughs> uh, but yeah, we uh, it's funny enough this morning, usually the day before the day or the morning of when we record, I'll, I'll get a message from Eddie as we try to determine, you know, what are we going to talk about this week? And we had a, a really neat suggestion from the Discord that we will get to in a little bit, but also Intelligent Systems knows our recording schedule, so they always drop a little a little something for us to discuss. Uh, and this time it was more details about 2.8, which will be coming in early August. Two major things that they unveiled, and I'll kick things off with the Blessed Gardens grounds, these new maps. So have you been going to the Blessed Gardens lately? Uh, not really. After um, they started doing the quote-unquote lunatic gardens, like one or two in, I had a pretty decent team and it got slaughtered. Uh, they started buffing the enemies so t- so high, it was like, seriously, I have weapon type advantage, uh, high attack, and I do about a third of his damage for hmm. his health. You know? So if I don't have a team that's built up with insane buffs i'm not gonna successfully kill them in one round and then they're gonna take one guy out and i lose mm-hmm. so i just kind of have not really dove back in at some point i should probably look into whether um phoenix master or phaeologist or someone has some suggestions or instructions for them yeah and maybe look into that but I've I've been in the same boat with uh, Blessed Gardens. I find that some of the maps are are too difficult for my teams. Although there's so much in the game these days that I have to that I try to do on a daily basis that putting my head down and figuring out what heroes do best for each garden map has been just haven't had the time. But what they're adding with this new patch, which will have it start with, will have the first map showing up on August 26th. Uh, ground battles will feature multiple maps that require you to use different teams, like as in Squad Assault or Arena Assault. So, no details on what that means, but I, knowing it's the Blessed Gardens, that's got to be some connection to an element. Um, it would be weird if it was multiple teams all with the same element. Seems like you might have to have quite a bit of people on the same element. What are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, uh, we'll see if it marks it as a separate set of maps, but it might just be uh, the way the various uh, Blessed Gardens maps are labeled as, like, the Vestibule or whatever it was, the Colonnade, the Bridge, the Fountain, Sanctuary, all Main Gates, all that stuff. Maybe it's just you're in the grounds of the thing, so it'll just be each week a new set of grounds maps within the list that's already there will be starting to be added mm-hmm. and that's how it'll work 
So once a month you'll be getting a new grounds for the water, wind, earth, fire, and all. Um, oh, yeah. Also a great band. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, guys. Uh, I'm on fire tonight. Um, yeah, no, I, I, it's interesting that they, that they're just throwing this out there as, as a new addition. And I, I do like intelligent systems ability to kind of like, let's tweak this a little bit. Let's, let's keep this interesting in the top of people's minds. So yeah, expect grounds to be this thing. And we'll probably get more details, uh, either with the patch or closer to the 26th, uh, launch date. Um, and there was another tidbit of information in the 2.8 announcement. Uh, What it was it? Yep, like the announcement did once again go over the uh, arena updates and uh, new weapons that we discussed last week. Uh, but the other bit of info they gave us that they had not mentioned in the Fey channel is that they're adding a bunch of uh, improvements to the allies menu, including skill sets. Uh, so you can actually set up so each um, character themselves has multiple skill sets. Uh, so, like, if you want a uh, skill set up for a character during um, squat or not, uh, tempest trials, and one for when they're doing training tower or something else, uh, you can actually arrange it with the separate skills within your things and have a completely different set of skills and uh, seals that they have equipped uh, that you can swap them between. Uh, as well as ways to swap an entire team's group of skill sets. Uh, if they don't have multiple sets of skills, they will just stay on the one they're already on. Um, as well as um, additional things, like they're adding the ability to uh, give someone multiple favorite hearts. So you can list them as, like if you have certain teams, but someone's on multiple teams, mm -hmm. uh, you can mark someone for with those multiple different colored favorite hearts yeah and and before we go further because there are some other tidbits here but back to the the skill set yeah. stuff the interesting thing about that is that something i've been playing around with some of the more difficult maps where you're following like a phoenix master one guide and you're, you're giving what could be some of your favorite heroes that are on your main teams a bunch of random skills to just complete that very map and i think having these skill sets it allows you to have your build and then also create a, a build for like a Phoenix Master Clear or something like that. So for me, that's my ideal situation. I don't have a lot of heroes with multiple builds that aren't associated with just trying to finish some weird legendary map. But I think it's a great addition for those power users who are who are who are building their you know plus ten favorite for you know horse emblem and just normal grand conquest all that fun stuff so i think it's a great addition and honestly did not see them even thinking about something like that it seemed like an addition that that they wouldn't be interested in it seems pretty complex for a game as as i hesitate to say simple but but just seems like a big change or a big addition for a game like this um yeah i've not used uh i don't go in and give a character a lot of characters a ton of skills uh, but they are things that, I mean, this being a tactical game, it kind of makes sense. If mm -hmm. uh, you want to use certain tactics on one map, uh, but you want to use the same character on two different maps, uh, giving them a different set of skills so they can go and do that other map without having to either build a second copy of the character, uh, which, you know, if you're going to, if you want it at five stars quite a drain of resources even if it is someone who comes in as a four-star hero um just giving them a new skill and then being able to switch between them quickly without thinking or without having to go in and uh remember oh, click this skill this skill this skill you know being able to quickly switch is a nice uh quality of life feature you know mm -hmm. so it's a it's a really cool addition and and some of these other ones that they've put in are other quality of life stuff like the maximum number of teams will be raised to 15 which is currently 10 i kind of dig that because i i usually will make well first of all i have like 
I have my main team, then I have my defense team, then I have my arena team, and then I have my Grand Conquest. Well, those are brigades, but, you know, and then I have my legendary sets, then I have my leveling sets. <laughs> you know, there's a lot. Yep. Yeah, I've, like, built a um, horse emblem team, a flyer emblem team, an armor emblem team, uh, with the intent of doing the training tower quests each month. I often forget to actually do those, but... I generally try not to mess with those teams too much, although I do need to go in and update them with better or better equipped heroes. Uh, but, um, you know, I have those teams, and then that leaves me, like, four teams once I have the arena team, the uh, the, the other stuff, and then there are times when I have all four of those teams filled up to use for... Tempest Trials and other things, and it's like, I need more team spaces because mm. I want to do this new thing. Well, they're giving you 15. So how does that yep. does that sound like a good deal? Sounds good. Yeah, and they're also increasing brigades to 8, which was currently 5. Um, yep. This doesn't really... I, had, I have a team for infantry, flyer, cavalry, and armored, and that's, that's pretty good. You have more than me. I have... 18 yeah so i i haven't i haven't bothered going in to build up teams for the different boosts maybe with the extra three brigade brigades i'll actually get in there and do that or maybe with one of the other uh little hidden updates that they mentioned mm -hmm. i might actually go in and do that too and that update is that um as of the new update rival domains in grand conquest will now actually give experience uh at skill points and hero merit right um, you have a also, typo there it's like how come how, how is not giving that like a feature boost like oh, oh it's now yep i meant to say now not not no that's good though and and that, i mean that's i didn't realize that you know you were just getting the reward so now people could technically grind oh yeah that was one of the big things about the rival domains is that you got no no experience or skill points or any of that stuff with them which was one of the reasons that i was like yeah why why spend extra time fighting with this stuff because all i'm getting is the rewards they offer me and they don't seem to be that good yeah you know well there you go more reason so. to get in there and grind some grand conquest and you'll have that opportunity in the next couple days uh and last but not least summoning orbs will show what weapons that you can uh, get from them. That's interesting. Yeah, and that means summoning stones. Uh, the way it reads in the notes is that when you select a summoning stone during a summoning event, the weapon types of heroes who can be summoned using that stone will be displayed as icons. Right. So uh, green... There's a couple other... Yep. Yeah. Sorry. No, green will have axes and tomes and stuff, right? Yep. Axes, tomes, um, maybe even bows, since there is a green bow, that would only be on the legendary hero banners though right now hmm. um you know colorless will show daggers stabs and uh bows, bows. that's a neat so did they have a, a an image for that and what that's going to look like or was it just a text? Uh, no this is just listed down in the other changes so we'll understand what it looks like more when it actually pops up mm -hmm. um when it starts popping up uh dragon stones is the other one that'll be in all colors yeah uh, colorless only during legendary as well uh so cool excuse me um and there are a couple other little minor changes mentioned um in arena there's a consecutive victory checkbox that'll be returning uh you can increase the speed at which you play tap battle uh speeding it up to three times speed i don't even change it from base speed to begin with but um and the in-game display of how many orbs you own is currently only able to display up to three digits. They're adding a fourth digit to it. Hmm. So. Yeah, so if you are one... minor that, things at the bottom there. Yeah, and if you're buying thousands of orbs, hell, this one's for you. <laughs> uh, I think I at one point saw someone who was um, uh, a free-to-play player who was splurging on a banner with, for a character they really wanted. And they had, you know, their top corner was just saying 999 orbs, but 
when they were actually doing a summon, it showed she was somewhere like 1,200 orbs or something like that. So yeah. I, I guess looking at free-to-play and being a free-to-play er, uh, player for a very long time, I've I've racked up a, a healthy, you know, collection. So I guess I guess it's not impossible. Intelligence Systems and, is pretty good to give orbs out. And there are those whales that'll buy a couple thousand orbs each banner, so... They'll yep. now actually be able to see exactly how many orbs they have uh, right in the main screen. Oh, so there was no cap. It just kind of only showed well, 999? If, yeah, essentially if they had over 999 orbs, it would only show the orbs they had when they were actually in the actual summon page. You know, when it shows you your, sum, your orbs are going from this to this. You know, but hmm. it would only show 999 up in the top right corner. So they're just adding a fourth digit up there, so now it'll show up to 9,999 orbs. Well, there you go. That's exciting stuff. That's uh, that's going to be coming in early August. I would imagine maybe next week, but maybe the week after. It August is kind of a weird one. It's starting halfway through next week, so... Hmm. Yep. Um, I mean, they didn't list the Grand Conquest changes uh, that they had said in the Fate Channel on these updates for 2.8 so it's entirely possible that it won't be this coming week uh i had suspected that the way they talked about it in the fate channel that the grand conquest changes were part of the update so uh i was expecting before the first when the um new grand quest grand conquest starts but it may not be the first since it's not listed in the actual update what's coming for the update thing so we'll mm -hmm. see we shall see but uh speaking of which we we bumped part of a segment so we're going to talk about uh phase most wanted which uh, was suggested to us by soldan in the discord when we mentioned uh in an episode that we weren't really sure what to talk about and then intelligence systems gave us something and, and again this was going to be a quiet week so we were going to do this and then intelligence systems gave us something uh but we are still going to touch on it uh, it, Eddie's taken this idea of, you know, phase most wanted, split it into three parts. We're going to do part one tonight, which is who's missing, who's missing from Fire Emblem Heroes, which characters do we want to see added to the game and why? And we collected some information from the discord as well to get some, some user feedback. But, um, why don't we start with, uh, with you, Eddie, you've got quite a list here. I want to know what your thoughts are. Yep, um, I went through, looked through various games, um, went over to Serene's Forest, who often has a list of the characters to refresh my mind. Um, like, I was looking through Awakening, and I was like, you know, I kind of enjoyed Muriel. She was interesting. Wouldn't mm -hmm. mind seeing her brought in. Uh, Basilio was always fun. Uh, so he would be a lot of fun to have brought in. Uh, then also, I was thinking Kellum, although now that I think about it, Kellum might already be here considering everyone overlooks him. Uh -huh. But I don't remember if him. If he's not actually here, well, <laughs> that kind of fits with his character. It does, not doesn't it? Not many people do. He just is overlooked by everyone. I don't remember him at all. Or Bastille yeah, he, over he that was a, uh Kellum was a character that would often be standing right there, and they'd be like, where is he? Or talking and not realizing he was there. Um. I also wouldn't... Uh, do you have anyone from Awakening you would like to see? Yeah, I, I put Muriel in as well because as I was going through the Fire Emblem Wikia looking at characters, I remembered her being very interesting. She was like a... She was a nerd. She was a, a bookworm kind of deal. Like, yeah. And I, I just dug her character you know, and her quirks. So I feel like her dialogue would be very fun to see in the game. Now we just got a, a, a new Awakenings Heroes banner, so Muriel's probably a ways out, but... Um, it would be great to see her added to the game at some point. Yeah, they, they are probably a way out, ways out. Um, I would also like to see Nils from Blazing Blade. Mm -hmm. uh, he was Ninian's brother. Uh, I'm guessing he's also a dragon too, since Ninian was a dragon. So, wouldn't mind seeing him. Yeah, that's uh, a safe bet that he's a dragon. Yep. Uh, also from Fates, I wouldn't mind seeing Sophie and Mozu. I just kind of like the new version of Donald Mozu there, uh, the little shy farm girl 
Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed her, and so wouldn't mind seeing her brought in. She would be really and, cool. I think that's a really good suggestion. Yep, and Sophie was always a fun character with her horse who just didn't want to listen to her. Uh, she was Silas's daughter, so I guess you could also bring Silas in, too, to make have it a bit more sense, but... So... Mm-hmm. That's good. Um... I mean, speaking of fates, I put Rinka on here. I remember her being a pretty interesting character from the beginning of fates where she's, you know, I did birthright. So she gets captured alongside your character. Anyway, she's in it and, and, and she's got some really interesting parts to play in that game. And I thought she'd be interesting. Now that I was trying to remember, is she a beast? Like she's not a beast. No, um, she's from the flame tribe. Right. So she's not a beast character. The beast was oh, what was his name? He was a fox guy. Uh, yeah, can't remember his name off the top of my head right now. I know but, who you're talking about though. He had a bit of an attitude. And, yep, and well, he, not really an attitude. He was just very happy to help people. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. when he helped people, or when they helped him, he felt he needed to repay that debt and help them back, which is how he joins you and is being abused more or less abused it seemed like or something like that mm-hmm. he was an interesting one and uh one of the other popular ones i often see referenced in the um uh reddit and other places is selkie who was his daughter so hmm. she was an interesting one too um Phaeologist himself uh said he had some blazing blade characters he would like um wrath pent louise Irk. Uh, Pent would be his top preference. Uh, um, yeah, Urk is an interesting one. He was the mage that was tagging along with some, some one of the, some little lady, and uh, she was like a princess, yep. and he was having a rough go with her. <laughs> I thought yeah, that dialogue was, was always really good. Yeah, that was always that was fun. I remember him pump, popping up in uh, Lynn's storyline. So yeah, um, Soldan would like to see Sal. Valbar, and I have to say, uh, having been deep in Echoes with the game club, I would not mind seeing Silk from there as well, and I do agree with Soldan and Leon that Valbar should be here in Heroes as well. It's crazy that he's not in the game. I think we were talking about this in the Discord, that Valbar's not in yeah. there. He's like the perfect yep. hero to add, and there's just not enough armored characters, so he'd be perfect. Yep. And also another one from Face I wouldn't mind, um, although it's not a desperately want them, but um, since they made it in uh, Fates, uh, they made it weird to marry Sakura. Uh, I ended up marrying Orochi in my first playthrough, so I wouldn't mind seeing her brought in. Yeah, I think I had suggested Orochi in another segment. I thought that it was weird. She's yeah. basically like a Tharja-esque type character in that she's a yep. mage and she's built the same <laughs> um but yep. uh it seems like it would be an easy win for them to to bring that character in yep mm-hmm. really cool so ne- next week um as long as they don't dump too much unexpected on us next week uh we'll be talking about uh the more power po- portion and the dream a little dream portion uh those mm-hmm. are characters you want to see an alt of because you feel their current version is uh weak a little too weak uh so you'd like to see a more powerful version mm-hmm. and the final section is characters that just you want a new version of or you just want period uh they could be the ones we already have or new ones yeah and i, I think uh eddie and i are going to discuss uh post show about maybe having a pact to not list uh lissa or lynn or at the very least we might just bar lynn because she does have a bunch of alts so i'd be happy to take that uh take that hit so well we we i i have no problem with us saying lissa or lynn but we just have to have some other options in there as well <laughs> all right well if anybody has thoughts on more power or dream a little dream certainly submit your suggestions via discord or our email faye at gamers and we will certainly include it in our notes really cool stuff thank you soldan for suggesting it i think we're gonna have a lot of fun with that one and Eddie, Summoner's Focus, not this week, but we are going to talk about what character we may be talking about next week because we have our straw poll that's going to be going up 
and the game what are we what are we doing this do we have our choices for this uh this week uh i'll admit with putting the info for the um uh the the most wanted stuff in discord i forgot to get uh choices from the discord for who they wanted for the blazing blade characters this week uh so in a few uh as soon as we're done recording me and ryan will go through and post a straw poll before the night's over i will pick four characters to throw in there yeah so blazing Blazing blade Blade. you've got not lynn we've already done lynn so you could do hector or ellywood or um yeah lots of options (laughs) I am terrible at remembering characters. Um, but yeah, look forward to that. Check out the straw poll and certainly vote your heart out. And we will talk about that hero next week. Uh, Game Club, let's get into some more Shadows of Valencia. We've got part five hitting us fast and furious. This week we played to the Regal Plains on Om's side and the Sage's Hamlet on Celica's side. But I'm going to let Eddie break it down just a little bit more of the story well um on selica's side uh both me and ryan noted we did start with selica getting all into his promotion as quick as we could uh she proceeds north with a desire to save milla encountering many poisonous swamps and duma mages summoning constant terrors uh she reaches a seeming reaches a seeming dead end at dolt's keep um and after defeating him and his necro dragons you can find a underground passage that leads into the Lost Woods, which is where you can find the Sage's Hamlet. Uh, it's a little mini dungeon, or maybe it's a full-on dungeon if you just roam around it. But uh, if you read the signs that it gives you, it should be pretty easy to get to the Sage's Hamlet. Um, did you have any issues finding your way to the Sage's Hamlet after defeating Dolph? Um, Not that I remember. It seemed like just a pretty straightforward hallway, although maybe I just I got real lucky. Uh, it's possible. It says follow the people to get to the hamlet. Oh gosh, yes, I did not like that. <laughs> uh, it was uh, it was annoying. Yeah, you had to run through this dungeon and make sure you followed the statues that looked like they had heads on them, pretty much. Yeah, and then, but really, if you went off the beaten path, there was some treasure chest and there was the Mila's blessing yep, type stuff. So treasure chest, monsters to fight, and Mila's blessing stuff. Yep. So, there is other things to find in there. It's like any of the other dungeons, but I pretty much just beeline for the Hamlet. Mm-hmm. You know, I figured this week I can fiddle around in the Lost Woods a bit before heading back. Um, when she reaches the Hamlet, she does beg Halcyon to grant Am- Alm more power uh, to help protect him, and this allows you to then take Alm to a uh, shrine and promote him. To the hero class where he gains access to bows um over on alm's side you start out by fighting burkut and fernand again and after defeating burkut you get a little cutscene type thing where burkut shatters a mirror we had seen pre- previously that nui baba had given him and undead hands start bursting from the ground trying to drag down all of the deliverance army uh, Alm prays through an amulet or something that Selica had given him and a flash of light and all the undead hands vanish um, then after fighting a random Regalian commander uh, you have a choice to head straight for the plains where you find Zeke and Jerome w- waiting two characters on the map or you can head up to Nui Baba um, you do see a little vision from of New, from Nui Baba of Selica claiming she's been kidnapped and is at Fear Mountain, uh, which you also quickly see is Nui Baba trying to draw him in so she can consume his soul and live forever or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Now, did you go to Nui Baba because of this or because I recommended that you should go there first? Um I mean, if I hadn't played through the game before and because we went to the Sage's Hamlet, I mean, we knew Celica wasn't there. Um, but for me, it was the completionist sake of being like, well, I want to do the the optional path first. But but really, if 
if I didn't go to Nui Baba before going left, um, I think bad stuff would have gone down, you know, so I'm glad I did go to the right. Well, yeah, when you get to Nui Baba and defeat her, you find in her dungeons Tatiana, who is a saint who asks to join you. Uh, you can uh, accept her and, or refuse her. Um, I think either way, as long as you free her and uh, tell Zeke about it, I believe, um, when you face Zeke, he will actually turn on Jerome uh, and become a ally force. Uh, and the Regal Plains making that a really easy fight, considering Jerome is pretty focused on killing off uh, Zeke and his men first, mm -hmm. uh, allowing you to swoop in and smack down the already beat up uh, army of Jerome. Yeah, probably one of the easiest maps in the game. Yep. Um, and or late game, as, I guess. And did you go to the village after? completing the planes or did you not go in there yet i did go into the village and i recruited uh i recruited zeke yes if you don't go to nui baba and free tatiana first you have to fight both jerome and zeke making a really hard map and you don't get to recruit zeke and if you then go to nui baba after killing zeke tatiana will not join you yeah i mean you did kill her lover so yeah not not so... maybe the best of intros <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, even though you do, when you do introduce yourself to her, she feels you are a conqueror and, and, and kind of reacts in a similar fashion, but eventually she does calm down. Um, oh, she, she reacts in a logical fashion for someone who technically's homeland has been invaded. Um, quickly points out to her that, yeah, we just rescued you. And she's like, oh yeah, I kind of didn't think there. <laughs> Yeah, she didn't. Yeah. But she has been locked up in a cage for quite some time. And, and I uh, yeah. this this officially marks some, some territory that I had not experienced uh, in my first playthrough. So I did not get to the Nui Baba. I didn't finish Nui Baba. I didn't recruit Zeke. So we are now officially past that point. Uh, we are quickly heading towards the end of the game, though. But I'm, I'm curious. So you've got new characters. Conrad is uh, officially unveiled and given to us. Uh, at the at the beginning of the act, Halcyon, who we mentioned, is is a new character, but not someone who joins your team. He just grants power to Alm, right? Yes, he's not a new recruitable character, but he is a character uh, we might have heard referenced by Conrad. I think I don't think we hear him referenced until the beginning of the chapter or act, where Conrad, still as the masked knight, tells us to go to Halcyon, and then when we get to Dulce Keep. Uh, Celica is making poor choices, one could say, mm. and Conrad shows up again and reveals himself to be and automatically joins you. He's one of the few you don't get a choice to recruit. He automatically joins. And we already knew before that he was um or uh, Celica's brother, or is this also unveiled? This is that is when it is actually unveiled. Ah. Um, I knew it because he was because I had played through that part already yeah i was just trying I don't to remember if you if had or not earlier or not no he's just a mysterious mass knight who keeps showing up i don't think it's revealed before this mm -hmm. so and noma is a is a very missable character i feel like in this game he's literally yes. running around in the sewer <laughs> yep if you run around in the mini dungeon of the sewers of the Temple of Mila after Act 4 starts. Um, you know, you can find Noma, who had gotten himself lost on there, as well as a quest item uh, in the Mila throne room of a cleric who dropped a plate down in the uh, serving plate down in the sewers. Which, considering the situation right now, why you're worried about a serving plate, considering your person you would be giving, using the serving plate for has been kidnapped. What's Seems the serving a plate small for? thing. It's a serving plate that the cleric would use for Mila to serve Mila that she dropped somewhere in the sewers, which is in the same area where you find Noma, ah. having gotten himself lost. Yeah. How on, how on earth you managed to enter the main entrance and then walk down to the sewers randomly 
don't ask me. But I mean, he's that's an old what man. he did. He he, he yeah. easily could have taken a wrong turn. Maybe he's like, oh, I don't know, I can't see. Did did you manage to find him, or did my uh, note in the uh, notes give you a hint that he was there? No, I found him. Uh, I think I found him maybe last last week or uh, right after we well, were playing it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you did say you had you did save Tatiana and recruited Zeke. Yep, I saved so. Tatiana, and that was sort of just a simple like I check all the dungeons. So I did. What did you think about Zeke's revelation? That he's got amnesia. <laughs> well, no, not the amnesia, but oh. that he was saved by Rudolph, who told him if he ever encountered someone or a boy with the brand or with a mark on his hand to follow him for they will, for that person will save, uh, Regal and all of Valentia. I, I mean, it shows that Rudolph ha- to me, it, it seems like Rudolph has been taken over by another being and may have had a sound mind at some point, And that's maybe why he warned Zeke about that. Um, because it doesn't seem like Rudolph is in, is in the mindset to, you know, to tell people to like, someone's going to save both countries. He seems pretty selfish. He doesn't seem too worried about Sophia. Okay. That's kind of what I got from it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's an interesting twist. It's just like, you know, this guy who has been loyal to Rudolph was told by Rudolph who is invading the other country and Zeke does not agree with this these choices to follow this random person with this brand which is a little interesting so mm-hmm. we are uh did you have any other thoughts on the story so far um i i was one one thing that kind of jumped out at me was in the second dungeon where you find where you find t- uh, Tatiana, there's just like a bunch of peddlers in there. Like a bunch, they they like found a bunch of shopkeeps. D- like, is that just there in case we had a bunch of items we had to send to to Celica? <laughs> like, it just seemed. Uh, yeah, weird. the ped the peddlers are so you can send items from one side to the other. Um, I don't know if you remembered and found the two shields in the desert, uh, the Ryan shield and the some other random noble name shield um the only way to get those back and forth until after after the quote-unquote end of the game is because considering the two armies are separate is to send it through a peddler yeah no i knew that i just i found it kind of funny that there was just a bunch of them hanging out and maybe that is just because if you had ignored all the side quests and sort of the the micromanaging of sending items back and forth i could see that it could be useful well, it's the only way to send items back and forth, and you can only send four per side, it seems. Uh, one in Act 3 and three in Act 4, so... Well, there were peddlers yeah. in the villages every once in a while. There was one on each side in Act 3 and three in each side on Act 4. Hmm. So... I don't know, I just never... I guess I never ran into an issue. I just... They were always there. Yeah. They're... From what I understand, once you send them, they will no longer appear. Hmm. Maybe so. I just haven't been doing a lot of it. I don't know. Yep. I, yeah, it, 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 I just thought it was funny. That's all. It just kind of jumped out at me as, as a little a little weird. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so. no, I'm really, really digging the game. And I think as we progress, like I think next, next game club is going to be beginning of the end, right? Yep, we are winding down our time in... Uh, echoes we have three more weeks to go uh probably next week we will put out a uh request to figure out what games you or next time we do game club we'll put out a request in the disc for the discord to give us suggestions for games and probably the week after that do a straw poll uh so that when we do our final week we will know what game we'll be doing next for game club Mm-hmm. But next week, we are going to get Alm as far as he can get uh, before Celica gets to Doom a Tower. Uh, you'll understand what that means uh, as we continue. Uh, and then we'll take Celica to Doom a Tower. 
and pretty much end her uh, section of the story here at this point. So this could be a bit of a spoiler alert, but if Selica is going to Doom a Tower and it's pretty much the end of her story, we should be encouraging people to probably get their team ready for Doom a Tower, correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, you can spend some time roaming around the Sage's Hamlet. Uh, if you have the DLC, doing some DLC maps to level up any characters you really want to power level. Um, you will get a chance after, even after this section, to play with Celica's team again. Because mm -hmm. uh, after we complete the main story, uh, which we should, not this next game club, but the game club after that we should be doing, uh, there is Act 6, where both armies go to get, uh, join together and do a special added act that was exclusive to Echoes, was mm -hmm. not in the original game, Gaiden game. Neat. Where both armies will be together. Well, looking forward so, to that. So we got about a month left of Game Club for Echoes is what we're thinking. Yep, month, month and a half. Cool. Uh, three more sessions, so. Well, look forward to that, folks. And then uh, Three Houses releases the next week after, right? Ah, uh, if only. <laughs> that was our hope. Uh, if that game was still a 2018, we were probably looking at rubbing right up against it, but not the case. Uh, yeah. Maybe we can manage it with the next game we do. Well, we could probably, yeah, that, that could be certainly possible. Uh, well, I think that's going to do it for Game Club. Let's move into our final segment here with a little speculation corner, because as you know, it's almost the end of the month, Eddie. So, yep. what's up? We got a new legendary hero coming. And since last night we did not get a surprise early video for them, uh, I should expect to hear a uh, summoning video uh, tomorrow or Monday night at 11 p.m. Mm -hmm. with the, excuse me, uh, probably tomorrow night at 11 p.m. Monday we'll have the day, have the day, and then 3 a.m. the next day will be the new hero on the 31st on Tuesday. Uh, and as we looked, or as we have suggested, maybe that's not the right way to word it, but as I deduced or figured from what they said will be showing up this month, uh, it looks like we should be getting a blue hero for the legendary hero. Uh, who do you think will be the legendary hero this month? Hmm. Um, I, I, it would be interesting. Like, again, uh, my opinions are tainted by the fact that we not tainted, but colored by the fact that we are playing Echoes and Shadows of Lentia. And I just, I love May and it's a blue. So like a blue mage, May would be perfect. I think she would make a great legendary character, make her a priestess, you know, give her the, give her a sword, um, or, or not a sword, but give her you could give her a sword in her art, but she, she could still be just a mage. But I think that uh, she would be a cool addition. Okay. Um, it's a different possibility. I personally feel they've stuck to using lords. Uh, while they have delved into re-entering uh, a game before, mm -hmm. uh, that means it could be any game we've already uh, encountered already. But they have so far stuck to lords and using weapons that that lord can use in the game uh like legendary lynn was an archer um and she was a lord from her game uh and she got bows when she promoted uh she was kind of a uh version of a hero class to a degree uh, the hero class that alm is mm -hmm. uh speaking of which i was thinking there's the possibility we could get alm uh since he does when he becomes a hero in the game get bows Maybe they'll give us our first blue bow unit. Uh, make all my unit with a blue bow. Hmm. Um, the other possibilities are Micaiah, uh, who's a mage, and her current version is blue already. So they could give us another version of Micaiah. Um, Maybe. Yep. I thought I had a third option, possibility, someone who could be blue. Um can't think of it off the top of my head right now so yeah but if we wanted to wait long i mean literally the video could be yep. posted even before we it post tonight could be posted as early as tonight um usually they do it about uh you know 
28 hours before the uh, banner starts, so mm -hmm. in theory it should be posted tomorrow night, but it could be posted as early as tonight. No, we shall we shall see, and we will know exactly who that character will be shortly, because we'll be summoning on that banner uh, in just a few days. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Fire Emblem Three Houses is coming out uh, in the spring 2019, so look forward to that. You don't have a tidbit this week, eh? No, I didn't get around to digging through the data. I can try and do that quickly now. Oh, no, that's fine. Um, it's spring 2019... And we'll we'll save the tidbit for next. We gotta we gotta stretch it out, man. So we'll save the tidbit. And uh, I I've, at this point, I'm not sure how many more tidbits I can dig out of this thing. So yeah, that's well, we gotta we gotta stretch it out. Nintendo is is not seeing fit to to help us out on that front. But um, look forward to that next week. Uh, any final words before we we jet? Not this week. Not this week. Well, visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com/slash/fay. Email the show, Faye at GamersInPodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel in the Gamers In Discord over at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. You can follow us on Twitter. You can find myself at rmurphyeddy at Drelfear. And don't forget to follow at the Gamers In for show updates. That's going to do it, do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week and happy summoning. Mm -hmm.